Sound Opinions is supported by Goose Island, pairing beer and music since 1988. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago, Illinois. Listen critically, enjoy responsibly. From WBEZ Chicago and PRX, this is Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. And I'm Greg Cott. This week, we're going to share some of our favorite new music that's flying under the radar. From a Velvet Underground-inspired French duo to an impressive group of Minnesota teenagers, we've got new music you need to hear. Plus, we'll have a conversation and performance from the Chicago soul group, The Oh Mys. That's all coming up on Sound Opinions. You're listening to Sound Opinions, and later in the show, we're going to talk to this genre-bending group, The Oh Mys, who made a terrific album in 2018. But first, it's time for another round of Buried Treasures. Now, Buried Treasures, Jim, this is the segment where we talk about uh, music that you and I have been dying to play on the show, but just haven't found the right spot for it. Yeah, uh, the stuff it, that's not hype. It's not big mainstream music, but it's music that you and I love. And uh, it, this is an opportunity to highlight some of that. It's always good fun. Greg, you get to go first. Thank you, Jim. Uh, I want to focus on a French-Canadian artist from Montreal, Marie Davidson. This is actually her fourth album called Working Class Woman. And what I like about Marie Davidson, she reminds me a lot of uh, a fellow Canadian artist, one Meryl Beth Nisker. Remember Peaches? Oh, Guest yes. Guest on Sound Opinions years ago. We love Peaches. Marie Davidson has a little bit of that attitude, that uh, that electropunk provocateur uh, that Peaches was and is. Uh, has seeped into a lot of Marie Davidson's music. This is a very stripped-down sound, very electronic but not in any way sedate. You know, those drums mm-hmm. really are coming at you. The, the synths are kind of chaotic. And the lyrics, I, I love uh, the way she kind of blurs the lines between being ultra-serious and bringing a humorous take to whatever situation she's talking about. The song I want to play, Work It, is an example of that. You know, she's basically indicting herself as a workaholic, and she sees mm-hmm. workaholics around her. And, and she thinks this is, you know, her attitude is this is kind of a toxic condition. This is like alcoholism. Workaholism is nothing to be proud of. In fact, it's something that can ruin your health. But nonetheless, you're addicted. This is what you do. This is how we do it. And mm-hmm. she's really uh, almost poking fun at herself at the same time, uh, you know, dealing with a very serious subject. So here's Work It from Marie Davidson. The album is Working Class Woman on Sound Opinions. You want to know how I get away with everything? I work all the time. From Monday to Friday, Friday to Sunday. I love it. I work. So when I say come on, I mean come on. You've got to work with me. Now, I don't want to see any fake workers. I need real builders. Work. Work, work to be a winner. Sweat, 
from Marie Davidson. Uh, Jim? Uh, you know, when I was listening to that, Greg, I was thinking of the man, uh, what's his name? The guy who will catch up with his emails at 3.30 yep. in the morning and email, oh yeah, it's you, Mr. Workaholic. <laughs> yeah. yes. uh, it's a beautiful song, and it is a, uh, it is a fascinating, t- I, mean, I don't think I've heard a song about workaholism since, <laughs> like, Lou Reed, right? Yeah. Don't they, talk to me about work. Exactly. Uh, Greg, I'm going to Italy. Uh, it's a place we love. I, I don't need any excuse ever to go to Italy. The small town of Pissarro on the Adriatic coast uh, is where a wonderful shoegaze uh, dream pop band called Bee Forest comes from. Uh, this is a group that's been kicking around for three albums on the We Were Never Boring label. It's an Italian-American label, specializes in shoegaze. Um, you know, what they are doing is taking that kind of classic sound of Ride and My Bloody Valentine mm-hmm. and Slow Dive, but also merging it with uh, the underground genre in the goth scene of Dark Wave. Uh, you know, their goal, they said, uh, for the second album was uh, ambitious pagan ritual styles. <laughs> you know, I, I'm a sucker for the goth, Greg. So on this new album uh, that is just coming out, uh, I'm going to play a track. It's The album's called Nocturne. I'm loving this sound. I, I'm a sucker for both of these genres and these uh, gents, three of them from Pissarro in Italy uh, do it exceedingly well. This is Gemini by Bee Forest on Sound Opinions. Gotta love the dream pop dark wave. Be Forest. The song is Gemini. You had me at shoegaze, Jim. I was. Uh, I know, I'm all I'm over sure. that. The tribal drumming. You know, yeah. it's uh, we, uh, that is a sound that sort of, uh, you know, we both uh, 
can uh, take to the desert island I, and play I, over and over I again. I am actually, right? though, <laughs> when it is a sound that I know yeah. I love, and they're touching buttons, you know, anything that sounds like wire, yeah. anything that sounds like ride, I'm super critical because I don't want, right. you know, to give them a pass. Rehash. Right. But they, they are definitely doing something distinctive with it. And I like that track so much that I listen to the rest of the record, and it is similarly inclined. I, I, I love stuff. that sound. Uh, my next uh, group is from uh, uh, we're, we're going foreign here, Jim, big big time. You're you're we're in Italy. Here. I'm going to go to France for. Where uh, is the Sound Opinions travel budget <laughs> so that we can see these bands live? Exactly, the Limignana, who is the band I want to focus on. This is another group that's been around for a few uh, years. This is already their sixth album, uh, the one that they released in 2018 called Shadow People. It's a co-ed duo, uh, and and what they're basically doing is taking that French pop sound, you know, the Serge Gainsbourg, Mm. cheeky French pop of the 60s, and blending it. Uh, One of their other influences is is Italian soundtrack music. They're they're way into that stuff. Psychedelia, there's a little bit of suicide thrown in there, that electro-pop band from the 70s. Uh, The Velvet Underground is uh, obviously a huge influence. Uh, they're blending all these sounds together I- into their own smorgasbord. Uh, there's a there's an element of drone. There's an element of melody. There's that French pop cool. To give them the French pop cool on this particular song that I'm going to play, uh, the French actress, Emmanuelle Signe, is uh, adding vocals. Oh, so wow. you get those cooing vocals on yeah. the song as well. Uh, this is the title track from their sixth album, Shadow People from the Limignana on Sound Opinions. with the title track Shadow People from their sixth studio album. I, again, pushing every button, Greg. <laughs> Let's go to France right now and have a bottle of wine and watch them perform. Uh, I am less eager to go to the city from whence comes my next pick, uh, which is Minneapolis, which right about now, Greg, this time of year is, uh, you know, minus 15 for the high. Having <laughs> lived there, I can say that. The band is called Why Not? I am a sucker, Greg Codd, for the heartfelt email from a listener and reader that begins, Hi, Jim. 
I'm in high school, and it's not stopping me from making waves. <laughs> you know, and, and you're like, okay, this is, this is nice to hear from a, a young kid named Isaac Dell, but is the music going to be any good? And I give it the 15, 20 second uh, test, right? It's darn great, Mr. Cott. Mm. In late high school, this trio from Minneapolis has already been on two tours, has already released two albums, and were so ambitious they went down to uh, Memphis to record this new record at Arden Studio, you know, which gave us Big Star, right? I mean, my mom was giving me guff about taking the path from Jersey City to, <laughs> to buy records at Bleaker Bob's, mm-hmm. right? And they're going down to Memphis and making this record. Um, you know, it is a sort of... Uh, throwback to the early 80s kind of skate punk sound, but I like the political consciousness. I mean, that was never a sound that ever bothered with that. These high school kids are wondering about this world we're living in right now and uh, the way that it's melting thanks to global warming and nobody's doing anything. And yeah, we're only in high school. Maybe we're not doing enough either. The chorus of this song, Ready for the World, is, oh, are you ready for the world? I've been latent, maybe, mm. myself, right? And he's chastising himself uh, for being uh, not active enough. I mean, I think that's something a lot of us are feeling these days. Ready for the World by Why Not on Sound Opinions. I Why not? Ready for the world. You digging that, Greg? You know, the musicianship surprised me how good it was. Yeah. I was expecting something a little more raw, but these guys uh, these guys can play. And they got chops. They do, they do and it, it, this arrangement was almost like progressive rock almost. It had these, like, they, uh, said, they, they, they kept moving around in that song in a way that was really interesting. Con- the email continued. We tried to be a progressive metal oh, really? band, okay. but we couldn't do that, and this that. came out instead. Yeah. See, what you have to realize about Minneapolis is that nine months out of the year, it's painful to go outside. So you have nothing to do but sit in the basement <laughs> and, and get your chops together. Right, right. Yeah. Greg, we are going to now go to another of our favorite cities, Detroit, as the locals say, to talk to John Mosier. John's on uh, WDET in Detroit. He's the host of a show called Modern Music, which is essentially two hours of buried treasures every week. John, welcome to Sound Opinions. 
Jim and Greg, it's great to be here. You, you guys know I'm a big fan of the show, so thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Well, thanks. Likewise, John. Now, you, you're doing the show Modern Music, which focuses on new and emerging indie artists. And uh, how, how do you find artists uh, for the show? How do you find the music? You know, I sort of see my role as the trusted guy at the record store that we had years ago who mm-hmm. would say, you know, if you like this, maybe you might like this. And right. so... I want to be the person who can sort of filter things down, distill things down, and every week present two hours of what I think is really interesting music for that week. And every week there are new artists. Every week there are new records. And and so that's kind of how I see my role. So I want to be completely exposed as much as possible to everything I can be exposed to. And yeah, I kind of graze and, and, and things that jump out at me. I'll give a deeper listen to, I'll take a deeper dive into. And and those are sort of the the tracks and the artists that will end up in a radio show for that week. Mm-hmm. Well, we are on the same page, John. So Absolutely. you've got uh, two of what we call buried treasures. Why don't we start with the one from Detroit? Okay. The one from Detroit is the band called the Drinkard Sisters, not to be confused with the famous gospel group. This is sort of a folky Americana sound put together by two sisters, Caitlin and Bonnie Drinkard from here in Detroit. They grew up in a very musical family. They've been singing together their entire lives. Their mother sang and their father played guitar, banjo, and mandolin. Because I think they've been singing together for so long, they can sort of leverage that sibling dynamic. Their voices naturally complement one another just beautifully. So they started playing out as a duo around 2010, and then they started fleshing out the songwriting process into more of a collaborative effort with a full band. They also kind of further honed their skills performing as backup singers with the Craig Brown Band, who, you Mm. know, put out his debut record here in Detroit in 2017 on, on Third Man Records. And that record, incidentally, was recorded by Warren DeFever. Warren DeFever recorded the Drinkard Sisters record, known, of course, for his longtime musical project, His Name is Alive, and known for producing, remixing, or engineering for the likes of Iggy and the Stooges. Mm-hmm. And here in Detroit, the Gories and Destroy All Monsters, and even Thurston Moore and Yoko Ono. Now, that's really cool to see an earlier generation of Detroit and Ann Arbor artists working with this coming one. Yeah, I love that. I love that combination. And that's sort of, I think that's been a common theme in the Detroit music scene for a long time because you have such a rich history of music here in this town and and really groundbreaking music. And there's always been this really sort of open collaborative environment where people lift each other up and and they they collaborate and, and inspire each other. So yeah, I love the idea that Warren has worked with these incredible artists and he's worked with the Drinkard Sisters for their very first record. It's called Enough Already. And the song that I want to share is a, a song called Dress Yourself in Gallantry. And I asked Caitlin about this song. She said it it was a song written about a friend of hers who got into sort of a bad situation solo hitchhiking out west. And it has this sort of greater theme about bravery and fear-based thinking, especially from the perspective of a woman. Ah, Well, let's listen to some of this, the Drinkard Sisters on Sound Opinions.
That is cool stuff. I love the way that that kind of droning thing in the background contrasts with the vocals. And I think that's the work of Warren DeFever. I think that they had been working as a duo for so long, I think that he surprised them a little bit with some of the instrumentation and arrangements. So he definitely had his uh, stamp on this record. But yeah, an absolutely delightful debut record, and I'm, I'm really anxious to see how this uh, band develops and, and what they continue putting out in the future. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it, John, absolutely. If you've got a pick for an album we need to hear, call and leave a message on our hotline, 888-859-1800, or find us on Facebook or Twitter. After a break, Greg and I'll dig up some more buried treasures, plus John Mosier has one more pick as well. That's all coming up on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. Sound Opinions is supported by Goose Island, the brewers of Next Coast IPA, 312 Urban Wheat Ale, and Bourbon County Stout. Pairing beer and music since 1988, they believe it's always best to listen critically and enjoy responsibly. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott with Jim DeRigatis, and we're going through some of our favorite recent records that haven't gotten as much attention as they should. Today we're joined by John Mosier, who's the host of Modern Music on public radio station WDET in Detroit. You know, that show focuses on uncovering new and unknown independent artists, much like we're doing today. John, you've got another pick for us, right? I do, and it's another debut record. This is from a band from Portland called Tense. Their debut record is called Deer Keeps Pace. They have described their music as comfort pop. They're essentially an indie rock band. I discovered the band through my day job as the music producer for a Detroit-based ad agency. It was an interesting story. Last April, I was in Portland. I was giving a presentation to Marmoset Music, which is a creative music agency. They provide original and licensed music for advertising, film, etc., And one of their founders, Brian Hall, mentioned that he has a band and their first record's coming out, and could he send it to me to check out for the radio show? So I got back to Detroit. It was in my inbox, and honestly, I didn't have much uh, uh, in terms of, you know, anticipating a really great record. I threw it on, and I instantly fell in love with the record right away. So the core of the band is Brian Hall, his wife Amy, and Chris Hall. Chris is no relation to Brian and Amy. And then there's uh, Australian transplant Josh Bryan, who plays drums on the record. So the song I want to share with you is a song called Backyards. And it's about, according to Bryan, addiction as a destructive force, family as an uplifting force, and the two sort of at battle with each other. So it's a song called Backyards, and I think the lyrics sort of play into this concept really beautifully when he sings, Baby's in the bed sheets, Mama's in the backyard singing so sweet. Take another tall drink. Don't go. Don't go. You don't get it. No. Tell my baby I'll always be around. A really gorgeous record with a lot of sort of honest emotions. And I think all the hooks in all the right places. Cool. Let's hear Tense Backyards on Sound Opinions. Oh 
that is a little bit of uh, Backyards from the group Tents, uh, the choice of John Mosier as one of his buried treasures. John, uh, I am getting a distinct Ben Gibbard, Death Cab for Cutie kind of vibe from that uh, song. Uh, Brian Hall, that high vocal sound. Very vulnerable sounding, you know? Very vulnerable, very honest, coming from a, um, a place of a lot of emotion. Yeah, the vocal register is kind of similar. And look, Brian's been a guy who's been writing music uh, professionally for a long, long time. So I think he's really skilled in the craft of mm-hmm. writing and arranging songs as well. Like I said, I think all the hooks are in the right places. It's a it's a really impressive debut record. Well, I really appreciate, John, the way you tell uh, these artists' stories, too, because I will confess my big challenge when we're doing Buried Treasure show, uh, shows is uh, somebody sends me their music. I like am like, yeah, this is great. And then like I scour the web, and there's a sentence. We are a band from Oshkosh. And I'm like, what's your story? (laughs) Sometimes, you know, and sometimes that's so intentional. And it makes it really difficult for those of us doing a radio show, doesn't it? Yeah, right. It does. It does. But we appreciate you and your show, John. Thanks for being on Sound Opinions. Thanks for having me. It was great fun. All right, Greg, we're going to have to work hard to keep up with John Mosier. What is your next buried treasure? Indeed we are, Jim. Uh, Pip Blom is my next buried treasure. How about that for a name, huh? That's P-I-P-B-L-O-M. She's a singer-guitarist from Amsterdam. And this is her band. This is basically a band uh, created around the name of the lead singer, guitarist, and songwriter in the group. Uh, They've released uh, some EPs. Uh, They're about to release their debut album called Boat. Everything I've heard from this band I love. There's a a lo-fi vibe about it that builds into these anthemic songs that surprise you at how big they seem to be from these modest beginnings. The dry deadpan vocals, very witty by Pip Blom, mm. and the melodies and the anthemic choruses are a huge part of the appeal of this band. I think this band is someone to pay attention to in 2019. They have yet to tour the States. They don't have an album out yet. That'll come out in a couple of months. Check them out. I think uh, they're actually playing. They're making their U.S. debut at uh, South by Southwest in Austin, and I hope to see that in, in, in March. But let's hear the new single from the forthcoming record, Daddy Issues from Pip Blom on Sound Opinions.
Blom with Daddy Issues from the forthcoming Boat album on Sound Opinions. I, I love that name. I love that music, Greg. <laughs> I envy you uh, seeing them in uh, South by Southwest in March. Um, I've got one more pick myself. I am going to South Korea for a group called Drinking Boys and Girls Choir. It's a skate punk trio that formed in Dagu City, Korea, which apparently had a fairly big kind of skate punk scene that then all picked up and moved to Seoul, but not Drinking Boys and Girls Choir. They are staying loyal to their hometown. Um, You know, I heard the music, and I'm like, this is really interesting. And then I began reading about them, and they said their heroes were some 41 and no FX. Mm. And I did not hold that against them. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, it's a big hurdle to climb there, you know? What I love about what's going on here is uh, these young women, uh, and it's a trio of women, say we love three things. We love skating, we love punk, and we love drinking. (laughs) And the new album is called Keep Drinking with two, not one, two exclamation points. One of the women had a serious motorbike accident and then like a bout with pseudo-alcoholism afterwards. But they're back on track. They've got their act together. They've got a huge apparently uh, Asian following and they're very excited about this record they're going to south by southwest and doing a uk tour later this year this is the title track which they also reprise at the end of their new album drinking boys and girls choir keep drinking on sound opinions Drinking Boys and Girls Choir from South Korea with the advice, keep drinking. My God, that's insane. That was just like, that and my head is buzzing after that, after hearing that track. I, there's I, a little bit of Shonen Knife, which was big in the alternative era, but they're more serious, I think, Drinking I, I, I'm, Boys. I'm also thinking about sort of like avant-garde collage type stuff, like Girl Talk, you know, doing a major mashup yeah. of all these different styles of music. It was like... You know, I, and I, some I want to know more some about these people. Too, how do they yeah. how do they do that? Are they editing stuff together, or are they actually playing live that way? I mean, it's it was it was fascinating to hear, and I really want to know how they do it because it was just I I haven't heard a a punk band sound quite like that. I you know, Fishbone, you know, maybe a yeah, reference point. Yeah. I don't know something like that, but it, it was it was pretty cool. If you've got an album that's flying under the radar, and I'm talking to you, the listeners, that everyone should hear. Let us know about it. Give us a call at 888-859-1800 or connect with us on Facebook or Twitter. Coming up, we're going to hang out with the Chicago genre-hopping group, the Omis, at the Goose Island Tap Room and hear a live performance from them. That's In a Minute on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. Never seem to speak, we just 
Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott with Jim DeRigatis, and uh, we've been highlighting some of our favorite buried treasures under the radar acts we think you should know about. Now, recently, um, I picked this particular band as one of my buried treasures from last year. They came out with a terrific album called Tomorrow, The Oh Mys. Uh, they've been collaborating in the Chicago scene for years. Acoustic guitar, keyboards, uh, sort of a soul sound, but they've been mixing it up with hip-hop. You know, they have these hip-hop rhythms in their music. They've had collaborators like Chance the Rapper and Jamila Woods and uh, Saba on yeah. their records. You know, I, I think what the roots were to the Philadelphia scene of the early 90s, these guys are to yeah, some extent Yeah, they have today. some of that vibe for sure. So, Greg, the Omis are vocalist Maceo Hames and keyboardist Nick Hennessy. They joined us for a performance and a chat at the Goose Island Tap Room. Uh, you'll hear, on record, they make really impressive use of the recording studio. But when they joined us in December, it was a much simpler, more pared-down setting. Acoustic guitar and keyboards and vocal. This is uh, somewhat of a, uh, a model of, of how you guys write when, when, yeah. when you're putting your records together, right? You're, yeah. Maceo, you're on acoustic guitar, and Nick, you're on keys, and, and that's pretty much where it all starts, right, in terms of the songwriting. Yeah, this is, this is pretty much this set of uh, every time we try and sit down and write something. Mm -hmm. So what are we going to hear first? Uh, a song called Cough Drop. Um, it's a really pretty song, but the name is just because we were writing it. It was in the middle of this time of year, and I was kind of sick. So. Mm -hmm. so we also wrote a song called Chicken Noodle Soup that same <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so uh, this is not on the new album tomorrow? No, 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 no. This is just one of our favorite songs to play. Cool. Sweet thing, lovely when you walk on, flutters when you talk to me. Yeah, now I can't deny this thing deep inside, baby. You're the one for me. Yeah, I remember the night, clear as day. First, bless my eyes on your pretty face. But you're much, much more the one who I adore. I need you more and more. This one's for the love, it resides deep in you. Feel me, don't you fight it, you know just what to do. This one's for the love, it resides deep in you.
things that I ought to. But it's just talk, you see. See what they don't understand. I mean, you're right. I need you desperately. Let me say you do be The Oh My's, live on sound opinions at the Goose Island Tap Room, Maceo Hames, Nick Hennessy. That was, that was absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. And you wrote it when you were ill. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cough drop. Um, so community is a word that comes up in every interview you guys do, again yeah. and again and again. You obviously are part of this rich, vibrant Chicago scene. You've collaborated with a lot of other artists. Uh, there's a million questions Greg and I have for you about all that. But let's start with um, how you see the state of the Chicago music scene today. Places outside of Chicago are paying attention to what Chicago's doing. Yeah. Um, thanks to some know. of the people yeah. you've yeah. worked with. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, big, big thanks to Chance and a lot of other people that opened it up. But it's been, you know, that comes with its own host of, of you know, problems and issues and people jumping on just because now there's an infrastructure and a mm -hmm. pipeline to outside of Chicago. But it, you know, when we first started, it was like there wasn't, at least for the music we were making, and especially because we're big hip-hop heads and grew up around hip-hop, like it was everybody that we knew were leaving Chicago to go play music somewhere else. Like, oh, well, I, I did all I can do in Chicago. Now it's time to go to L.A. or New York. And um, at least right now it feels good because... Um, most of the artists I know don't feel like they have to leave the city. What, what is your take on why people are staying now or, or developing their thing here as opposed to feeling like they got to go somewhere else? I think, I mean, a huge part I think is us all growing up with and watching Chance grow. And him making a choice to make sure that, that there's some sort of infrastructure here. There's so much blurring going on in between genre and also, I think, even racially, I think, in the city that, uh, in, on the music scene, I'm talking, which is an exception to a lot of other things about the way the city works, you know? Uh, and that's interesting to me, that your generation uh, sort of came up together. Like, I, I remember talking to Nico Siegel years ago, and he was talking about jamming with you when you were kids. A.K.A. And, Johnny Trumpet. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> 
although he doesn't like to use that name anymore uh, for certain reasons. Uh, you know, and, and people like, uh, you, know, you know, Saba and Chance, you're mentioning the hip-hop kids. Uh, Nick, I know you, you have a jazz background. Uh, these kind of uh, scenes are sort of all blurring together. What's your take on why that's happening here in this, in this particular era? Is it just sort of a, a, an extension of the fact that, you know, digitally you can listen to all sorts of music and it's not about sticking in your lane? Uh, because I think there was a lot of lane, lanes in the 80s and there was great scenes here, but yeah. they never interacted. So there was all these after-school programs that weren't specific to one region or one high school. They were pulling kids that were interested in what they were offering from all over the city. So you had all different types of demographics uh, just coming into the same room for one common interest. And that was a big part. Mm -hmm. and, and I think also all the rappers that have come out of Chicago for the most part recently um, haven't been afraid to have like you know, not just producer, hip-hop producers making the music, but musicians that play a variety of different music and play a lot of their own music outside that may not be rap. There was no life I had to feel to find my way Nothing but rain washing over me So The map was useless, the captain clueless, the crew was hopeless, the coal was Rubik's, the coal was ruthless, the wind was music, fantasizing about diamonds shining like Stanley Kubrick, mud sloshing, swashbuckling mop bucket, clean enough to see your reflection and not touch it, clear enough to hear your own mind and not... I think part of the reason why Nick and I started, you know, working together and working well together was we were raised on soul and funk and at least me, you know, like gospel music. And I think the easy play for you guys would have been, you know, we're Leon Bridges, we're Retro Soul, you know, we're gonna get into this, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, build that through line back to Curtis and Sam and would have been the easy play. Oh, yeah. And you guys didn't do that. Yeah. Would have been easier to classify you, you know? Yeah. And for a certain point we even, you know, kind of played that role, you know, we dressed up in the suits and did the whole, you know, band thing. Push my cart to the checkout line. Pack my bag seems we're out of time. I don't spend my last time. That doesn't leave you a lot of places to go. And not disparaging anybody that is doing Throwback Soul, because a lot of people are doing a really amazing work with it. I just can't do it. Um, but at a certain point, lots of times, if, at least for me, it felt like I was just like playing a caricature of what a soul man is. Or, you know, like, you know, you go to some of the, you know, more cheesy blues clubs in the city, and it's like, this is a, a, a blues man. And like, there's this whole mystique and this whole, you know, fake story and stuff like yeah. that. And that's, you know, that's a hard lie to keep up. And so I, <laughs> I, I think me and Nick both knew that it wasn't for us once we, like, I think we showed up, we got booked for um, a showcase at, um, in, at South by Southwest, and it was like a soul showcase. And we're like, oh, this is gonna be dope, it's gonna be cool. And then we got in there, and it was just a bunch of people all dressed in suits with like, you know, like these fake old dudes, like playing, you know, just like 
either ripoffs or just you know yeah. kind of soulless renditions of soul songs. Yeah. Put some sunglasses on. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, You're going to be good. It's, 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 square. it's, it's really about the suits. You just didn't want to wear the suits. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes work to wear that pork pie hat. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's a lot of dry cleaning bills. That's really Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We it's really tough on the road, man. First time we hit tour, we were like, all right. How, how did you no. do dry cleaning <laughs> on the road? Jeans. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, uh, Maceo, about, is it your grandmother? Yeah. That's on walkout? Yeah, my grandmother. Yeah. Oh, when I first started singing? Yeah. Oh, it was at a young age, I guess I was probably, you know, we sung together quite often, you know, it just wasn't. How did you uh, uh, come to the idea of, of, of using that? It's a voicemail, right, that you wanted oh, to a, include? Yeah, it's a phone call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the strongest memories and relationships that I've had to music is through my grandmother. Um, I remember going on a family trip. You know, we got a big, big family, um, the Hames family, and so all the uncles and the aunts they sent their kids to stay with the grandparents for the summers, and we just drive around the whole country meeting family everywhere because we got family everywhere, and. We got to Virginia, we were at my aunt's house, my great aunt's house, and my grandfather made everybody sit down, all the kids, and he was like, all right, Bernice, can you sing me a song? And him, my grandfather, my grandmother, and my great aunt all sang together, they sang gospel songs. And for me, that is where like the real weight of music lies, is like, that has nothing to do with recording, it has nothing to do with being on a stage. You know, it was them giving each other love and support. And, you know, I know for them in their lifetime living in Virginia growing up black, like that's a hard place to be. And that music and and them sharing, you know, each other's voices with each other gave them strength. You know, walk out being somewhat uh, you know, a love song towards music and the places that it's had in my life, I felt like it was only right to put my grandmother on there because that's the first voice that, uh, where I saw the power in it and it wasn't on a stage and it wasn't on TV and it wasn't on record, you know, it was in a room with, with family and it, whether it be a time for people getting happy or a time of people struggling, it fed us. Well, well. I don't think I can top that. I don't know. It's, and we and we got to wrap up. I'm getting a little, little <laughs> I know. We're out choked a little, up little here. Um, but you guys are going to play one more song. What are you going to play? This song is a new song called Starship off of our new album called Tomorrow. Lessons we weep on me 
you just wanna be free Let it be in motion Second that emotion Humming like a tall breeze We uh, never seem to speak We just taking time to be yeah. Open up and let's be oh, You bring me more than I can know in my hands or in my soul, something sweet and natural. You bring me something Oh my. Beautiful, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Maceo Hames and uh, Nick Hennessy for being on Sound Opinions. Thank you very much. Yeah. We have video of the Oh My's performance at soundopinions.org. Greg, what is on the show next week? Next week, Jim, we are going to focus on some of the weird instruments of rock. We're talking theremin, cowbell, and more. For more sound opinions, listen to our podcast wherever you find such things. The show is produced by Brendan Banasak, Alex Claiborne, Iona Contreras, and Andrew Gill. On sound opinions, everyone's a critic. So now it's time to hear what you have to say. New messages. This is Jane in Connecticut. You had an, a great show last week where a listener had called in and suggested great beginnings and used an example. I think it was Crazy on You by heart. I wanted to let you know that, ironically, Crazy on You was inspired by the introduction to a Moody Blues song called Question. And in that song on the album, it starts out with an acoustic intro followed by this bombastic orchestral mellotron boom. <laughs>
everyone knows the, that song by that intro. So thanks to your listener for suggesting it and to you for the program. Take care. Bye. This is Max from the South Side. And I thought that was a good theme you had on the opening lines, uh, so recognizable and everything. But how did you not include the iconic guitar opening for Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On? fantastic duet because those guys have been known to hate each other over the course of the years and they say hatred is the only thing that keeps them together anyway you should put that to the duet episode thanks for everything you do guys peace my name is helen i'm calling from chapel hill north carolina i'm a registered nurse and a survivor of sexual assault as a child and i just listened to the episode on r kelly and I just wanted to say that, yes, it does affect you. Uh, ever since I heard about the accusations against Michael Jackson, I cannot stand to listen to any of his songs. And as soon as it comes on the radio, I change it. It just makes me very uncomfortable to think that people still support somebody that could have done the things that he's been alleged to have done. And it's the same thing with R. Kelly or, or any other person who's uh, harmed children in, in that way because it's a lifelong hurt to them. And uh, when people continue to support them monetarily, I think that that only uh, encourages that behavior. And thank you for listening to my opinion. This is Derek calling from Western New York State. I'm calling about your show on Klaus Borman, which I thought was brilliant. But one of the things you didn't mention, he was uh, had a role in the movie Popeye, the Robin Williams, Shelley Duvall movie. Klaus Warman played the leader of the band. He needs me, 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 he needs me. I felt that it was a movie that was underrated, and I waited in the show to hear hear you speak about it, but well, there was a, like you said, his career was has been long and fulfilling, and the Popeye was great, too. I faithfully listen to you guys, and your shows are just thought-provoking, fun, and informative. So hats off to y'all. Thank you kindly. Bye-bye. No more messages. To share your opinions on Sound Opinions, call 888-859-1800. We'll be back next week on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and distributed by PRX. Me. Hey.